Aloha. Today's episode is brought to you by the University of Hawaii College of Tropical Agriculture and Human Resources and the Seeds of Wellbeing or SO Project. This podcast is supported by the Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Network or FARSAN grant from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, National Institute of Food and Agriculture, and the Hawaii Department of Agriculture. Aloha. Welcome, everyone, to the SO podcast aimed to provide educational support, information, guidance, and outreach to farmers, ranchers, and our allied agriculture producers in Hawaii. We are your hosts, Mele Oshiro and Shannon Sand. And today we're going to be talking about the SO project with Tao Lee, a professor in human development and the family studies program at CTAR and our project director of SO. Yes. Thank you for joining us, Tao. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and current position? Aloha, everyone. Thank you, Shannon, Nelly. Thank you for including me on this first podcast. I'm happy to introduce um, the project itself and who I am. I'm currently, like Shannon said, a professor in human development and family studies. So prior to that, I was at Colorado State University, and I gave up tenure and promotion to come to Hawaii because I simply love Hawaii, and I find Hawaii (laughs) to be my true home. So rather than being a goat, I realize I'm a fish, so here I am. Um, And this this project fits perfectly with my heart and interest in promoting well-being, Um, I do have a background in behavioral science, uh, master's of public health at UC Berkeley. I'm also a PhD in psychology and always been fascinated by the working of the minds, what makes us well and what stresses us out. Nice. Well, that's very interesting, Tao. And I like how you put that, you know, being a being a fish on the island, right? It's a good thing. (laughs) It's surrounded by water. (laughs) (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit more about what is the Soul Project and what's some of the goals and objectives of the project? Yeah, so the SO stands for Seeds of Well-Being. And so, of course, um, what is well-being? Well-being is not just physical well-being, where you're well-nourished in terms of eating good food and good nutrition, but also the well-being of the mind and the emotion, uh, spiritual and social and relationships. So the well-being encompasses all these different dimensions, which are really important. So how do we nurture and foster and facilitate well-being, particularly in these very challenging times as we all are undergoing. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly for farmers, right? Yes, um, I think farming and agriculture production used to be on the top in terms of happiest profession, if you will look back in history. Um, but there's not many studies now that are showing that farmers are happy and enjoying what they're doing. So what is going on? Yeah. 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 Well, That's very interesting. And I think we have, we always hear so many different terms relating to stress and wellness or well-being um, are, that are mentioned in different conversations yeah. and, um, you know, whatnot that we hear. So can you maybe explain a little bit more about what is the differences between these different terms and, you know, why does, why should it matter to our ag producers? Yeah. So wellness is a more about um, preventing disease. Like it's like you go to check up for the doctor because they're looking for wellness. They don't really necessarily ask for your well-being, like taking your, you know, blood pressure, your weight, um, yeah. glucose check, mm-hmm. right? So right, it's the right. wellness. And and the term wellness itself goes back to the 1960s during when there was spa was developing, like take a break, you know, oh, take a break okay. from what you're doing. Cause um, but it has to do with like recovery, like from potentially effects of what's go- what you're doing in your life. Whereas well-being is not simply oh 
adaptation to existing circumstances that you're just managing, but it's thriving and flourishing. So for mm-hmm. agriculture producers, how, how are they thriving? Not just simply adapting to changing circumstances and making a living, mm-hmm. but having purpose and meaning in a way that when you wake up, you're like, I'm ready for the day and I love what I do <laughs> and I love the people I'm with. And no matter what happens and all the challenges, it's a challenge that I can overcome and deal with, right? Because mm-hmm. we know that farmers and ag producers are very resilient, mm-hmm. But it's not simply just resiliency because sometimes the structures that are in place and we adapt to that structure it could mm-hmm. be, you know, not very great structures that we're adapting to and we're functioning, but we're not thriving. So in this project, we're looking at ways to foster not only adaptation so that we can make a living and feed our families, but flourishing. And that's what I'm really interested in. It's the, the flourishing, just like a flower all the conditions needs to be in place or a fruit tree to have beautiful fruits. Mm-hmm. What are the conditions for ag producers so that we are producing wonderful fruits for ourselves and for our families and our community? So how, I guess, how are you planning on going about that or figuring out what producers needs in ter- are in terms of well-being? Okay. So um, like with everything, it's not an individual effort. So I have a yeah. wonderful team. My, my, um, I've got Shannon and Mele, you guys are here <laughs> helping me, helping us on this project. And I've got, we've got other extension yeah. faculty on our, on our um, team. So it, it's a team approach. And um, so what are we doing is one of the first thing we're doing is a need assessment because there's studies out there and we have anecdotal evidence because we know we have yeah. extension folks out there and we, you guys know what sort of our stressors yeah. right now that are, mm-hmm. yeah, um, but sure. unless you have right. data, right. So not simply anecdotal yeah. events, yeah. data is power. And it's like, it, if, once we have good data, then we can say, yes, farmer mm-hmm. well-being does matter because we're trying to map yeah. out like what is the relationship between stressors and coping with let's say you know heart disease or diabetes or flourishing right yeah. unless we have data we can only have like yeah i know this is related maybe you know this you know maybe you know helo's got these issues and maui's got this but we don't really know we have right. these strong intuitive sense which are really important but one way is for this project is giving us, you know, data. And of course, data can be helpful to advocate for more resources once we have the information exactly. in some empirical way. So is it like a baseline survey, a needs assessment? Uh, what, what exactly are, are we up to, basically? What are, what, what's the plan? Yeah, so it's a need assessment, but okay. we're, but what is what I think is really unique that we're doing in Hawaii, and I'm we're hoping that Hawaii would become the model for the other states because the other states are doing the same thing. But mm-hmm. Hawaii is so yeah. unique in terms of the multicultural population and yes. the diversity of small farmers, which is unlike many on the mainland. So we've got the survey translated into seven different languages, including English. It's one English is one, and um, so we're hoping to reach out, you know, to other um, multilingual populations to yeah. information. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking at not only the stressors, but the coping styles and what are resources that ag producers and their family want. So we're not only asking the primary ag producer, but 
We're asking their family members because sometimes, you know, the spouse and the children knows a lot more and they see a lot more <laughs> and willing to disclose than the primary act producer. So we're, we're reaching out to the family members and that's not necessarily being done on the mainland. So I think mm-hmm. that's going to be our contribution to, hey, you guys on the mainland, maybe you should ask, you know, be more in depth Try and this. really yeah. connect with the family members yeah. as well. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think, you know, families are generally intimately involved with farming and ranching, at least in my experience. And so they have a great idea of what's going on, what those stressors are for whoever is the main like farm manager, let's call it that. So, or what, but yeah. And so I think that's, but not Mm -hmm. even just for the main farm manager, but just for the whole family in general, you know, Yeah, it it might be different for a family unit than it is for an individual as well. So I think that's definitely. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're working in a family setting, you know, for a business, you you, that's your team. Right. So you need Mm -hmm. you need all those those legs of your team to be well supporting the whole entire entity of your business. So that's very important, I think. And sometimes your teams don't work very well, just like in families. So what communication do you do? is key with families. Key. It's a big, big thing very that key. like right. I've done a lot of stuff related to. And I it's it's a big thing. People don't really realize how much families need to like communicate with each other, especially if they're involved in a business together, like farming mm-hmm. or ranching. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and when you're irritated and um, or affects everything. Right. So how do you communicate in a way that's skillful and helpful and not compromise your business or your family relationships? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not over Sunday dinner, Christmas dinner, any (laughs) sort of holiday is the recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Not those. That's the the best thing is to designate a time that you meet, you know, outside. Have an actual like family business meeting to discuss all of that. Definitely. That's always good. Yeah. So the survey, their needs assessment, then how how is it being shared and how do people complete the survey or get access to it? Oh well, there's one is to the link to our website. So um right here, right? Right. Yes, we we will will share that. We will put it in the show notes as well as the description box. So okay. And then it's of course, you know, through my amazing extension team. We're distributing it through all the various connections. So if you see it um, in your email, please do not hit the delete button and ignore it um, because we we really value your input and perspective because otherwise we're going to be developing resources that, you know, we think you might need, but it may Mm -hmm. not be what What you you really want. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing about, and we, um, the surveys that go out, you know, it takes a little bit of time. This one is um, how long do you expect this to take for someone to complete? Um, 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. So 10 to 15 minutes of your time to complete this survey helps give us information and data that we can actually put forward to other um, projects or funding to be able to provide resources to help address some of the information that's provided through the survey. So very important and we get it. We always send you guys surveys. We understand, but and we appreciate y'all filling them out every yeah, single we time. We value your input we do so much. A lot. So. Yes, thank you. Yes, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is there anything else, Tal, you'd like to share about the SO project or um, whatnot about the needs assessment survey? Well, you know, I think, you know, we, we sort of intuitively all know what are the common stressors, right? But unless mm-hmm. it's until it's shown in, you know, in terms of empirical data, like raw data and actually data. Um, and also like people say, well, you know, how does 
fewer ungulates and the climate changes, how, you know, maybe we should just completely focus on that because, but they change all the time, these stressors, mm -hmm. right? Today it's this, and then tomorrow's another bug yeah. and next day is another pest and they change. We know what pests are. They come and go. People are pests too, right? So, but you know, so how do you manage? And then you've got pesty minds sometimes thinking ways that are not so nice with to yeah. others. So how yeah. are the skills? What are the tools so that no matter mm -hmm. what pest comes along or what's the next climate challenge, that your skills are, there's foundation in your ability mm -hmm. to navigate through all this, yeah. right? So yeah, the, the, the pests may change, but how you manage and deal with each, you have a strong, strong foundation, then we'll be with you all the time. And mm -hmm. so, because I think one of the biggest issues we, we have right now is that uncertainty. What's going to be the next challenge? Yeah. What's going to be the next yeah. obstacle? Right. And so if we're constantly being pulled and yanked in different ways, like, okay, today we do this and then tomorrow we do this. And then <laughs> next day we do that. And it's like, oh my God, I'm so confused. What am I supposed to do next? And I think that caused a lot of um, uncertainty in terms of anxiety. Mm -hmm about what we need to do. So hopefully yeah. some of the workings that we're doing on this project is giving folks some toolkits and skills so that they can navigate through all these different life challenges. So you also mentioned, Tao, that you may want to do some interviews with some of our producers. You want to share maybe about that just so that if they see that invitation, they know what to we'll give a little heads up to that invitation that may come floating their way. Yeah, thank you, Melly, for asking about that. So at the end of the, the survey, there's also an option for a deeper dive into these questions because the survey is many, you know, kind of superficial in terms of check boxes and, but the interview allows for greater explorations into like the, the, the stressors or the copings or the resources mm -hmm. that the individuals would like. So, um, and there's different ways we can, we're recruiting for the interview. So one way is through the survey, but another way is, you know, maybe through word of mouth um, when you meet with your extension agent the next time, like, hey, would you participate in this interview? And so please say yes when they ask, right? <laughs> or, or when anyone asks from our team, like, please, because your your perspective and your input is, again, very valuable because otherwise mm -hmm. we're just going to be doing what we think. And, you know, that can be dangerous because, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an academic. What do I know, right? I'm just like reading <laughs> I don't know anything. So it's going to be relying on what, what's in the information that you share. Yeah. Um, so the interviews is another way for us to get a deeper dive and insight. Yeah. 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 Very good. Well, thank you so much, Tal, for sharing about the SO project. Uh, we're glad to be able to have you on the show today. Um to come and talk story with Shannon and I hope the listeners gain some insight about well-being and the project and the survey that's going to be headed out your way. So yes, please don't ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Tao, for coming on. And for mm -hmm. all of y'all, be sure to visit the Seeds of Wellbeing, so website and our YouTube channel listed in the show notes, as well as the survey will be linked in both of those. Mm -hmm. And for more additional information about this topic, you can see the so website, which will also be listed in our show notes of the podcast and the description box of our YouTube page. Please complete our soul needs assessment survey. And thanks again for listening to the so podcast. Sometimes called Sal. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> depending called on the day. And depending, depending on, on your, your, your background, <laughs> that's, right. that's okay. You call it what you want. All right. 
Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you listen to your podcast. Then stay tuned for next month where we dive deeper into stressors related to farm production. Ahoy ho. Thank you for listening. Mahalo. Mahalo.